All runners from the Weekend Warrior to those training for a 5K or marathon face common running injuries. Here to help us understand those injuries and provide tips on how to prevent them is Dr. Amadeus Mason, a sports medicine physician at Emory Sports Medicine Center. Another in the podcast series, Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. Here's Bill Klaproth. Dr. Mason, thanks for your time. So what is the most common sports running injury that people face? Oh, the, probably the most common running injury that runners face is going to be um, anterior knee pain in general. That has a number of different uh, components to it. could be tendonitis or it could be irritation behind the kneecap, but knee pain is the most common thing that people come in with. And that can happen for any level runner, right? For people just starting out to people that have been running all their life? Absolutely. Um, the Those uh, injuries with people starting out, it tends to be that they're actually doing too much too soon most of the time. And with those who have been doing it for a long period of time, it's either there's been a change in their um, uh, training uh, regimen or uh, they have... Uh, uh, done a uh, specific thing that has uh, caused uh, that irritation to be flared up. And Dr. Mason, let's stick with anterior knee pain, which is pain around the joints in the knee area. When is home care advisable with rest, ice, compression, elevation? And when is it time to see the doctor? Um, for what I normally suggest is if you are training for a specific uh, event. If you're trying to run a 5K, trying to run a marathon, and you have a training protocol and you're having pain during training, it's probably best for you to get in to see somebody sooner rather than later so that you can maintain that training uh, regimen. If you're just running for relaxation and for just your own betterment um, and you develop pain, then taking a week off or decreasing your intensity would be the way to start doing the rest, the anti-inflammatories, that rice therapy that you're talking about, and seeing where that goes would um, be the recommendation I would give. So the tried and true acronym RICE, rest, ice, compression, elevation. Got it. And then I imagine, Dr. Mason, you see things like Achilles tendon issues, foot and ankle injuries, pulled muscles, even things like blisters can hamper a runner. Absolutely. And those tend to be the more during a competition um, uh, time of uh, injury. Uh, the blisters you normally see when someone is uh, competing at a race or after a race. Uh, the muscle pulls are when they start to add in um, uh, any kind of speed work. And then the ankle um, uh, injuries usually tend to be when uh, people start doing a lot of hill work. If they are trying to prepare for a distance race that will have some hilly work or if they live uh, someplace uh, where there are a lot of hills like there are here in Atlanta, when they're running and they start doing a lot of up and down hill work, the um, ankle starts to be um, a issue uh, with irritation. So how do we prevent these common running injuries? It is trying to have a plan of how you're going to uh, reach your running goal. So making sure that you have a slow, steady progression of um, your 
distance and intensity. And when you're um, coming up with that kind of a uh, program for yourself, make sure that you're either uh, increasing distance or intensity and not increasing both because that will uh, increase the likelihood that you will get one of these types of injuries. And what about stretching, Dr. Mason? I hear that it may not be all that it's cracked up to be. What's your thoughts on that? That is very uh, controversial. Stretching is very controversial. There have been no good studies that say that stretching prevents injury. But what um, uh, the very good studies have shown is that uh, stretching does help to improve performance. And so if you kind of make the nonlinear um, uh, projection that if you are doing your stretching and getting better performance, the likelihood that you will be injured will be lowered. But there's not a direct correlation to that. But I always do recommend that people do stretching, and it's usually at the end of a training run when the body has been nice and warmed up that you get the best stretching. Hmm, very interesting. All right, let's talk about equipment now. I would imagine running shoes are vitally important. How do we find the right running shoes for us? The right running shoe for you is going to be, in point blank, the most comfortable shoe. Um, you will, um, I normally recommend that uh, a person will get fitted at a um, a running store where they look do a, a brief evaluation of their running form and put them into a broad category of shoe, whether that be a motion control shoe, a stability shoe, or a neutral shoe. But from there, you choose the most comfortable shoe within that class. That has been uh, proven by research to be the best indicator for what is the best shoe for an individual. All right, the most comfortable shoe. And yes, when do shoes wear out? We hear of runners replacing shoes fairly regularly. How do we know when they're mm -hmm. that when they're past their prime or they're not doing their <laughs> job? Even though they may feel comfortable, Dr. Mason, maybe they're you maybe the intonation yeah. isn't right for your feet. How do you know this? Got it. It, it, it that is um dependent on mileage and time. Uh, if you're doing over um, uh, 40 miles a week, you probably should be replacing your um, uh, shoes every three to 500 miles. If you're under 40 miles a week, you probably should be replacing your shoes every uh, six uh, to eight months. And normally what I would recommend is when you buy a shoe, if it's financially possible, buy two of the same pair of shoes so that you're not buying a new pair of shoes every six months, but you can switch to uh, the alternate pair at six months and then do that for six months, switch back, and you can get two years out of that um, on one pair of those two pairs of shoes as opposed to having to buy something every six months. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Um to have that second pair there. So like you said, you're not buying a new mm -hmm. pair every six months. So once you find that pair of shoes that you really like, that's really locked in, yes. buy, buy two exactly. pairs at once. That makes sense. Yes. So 
what other tips can you share with us to help prevent common running injuries just for the general runner and as well as for someone who is really training hard for that marathon? Any other general tips for us, Dr. Mason? I, I think that the, the big thing is the plan. If they have a plan um, and they, uh, it's a reasonably thought of plan, should prevent the injury. Second thing is um, working on uh, doing probably cross training as well. So if you are trying to run a certain distance, it's not just about putting in the mileage. It's about, okay, making sure that you get the strengthening um, uh, of the um, core muscles uh, of the quads, the hamstrings, uh, the calf muscles that help to support the legs um, uh, to help prevent injury. And kind of the third thing is um, uh, making sure that you incorporate rest into your training program because it's not about doing the most mileage. It's about how to allow your body to compensate to do the most mileage. And rest has to be a key part of that. Allowing your body to compensate to do the most mileage. Really good advice. Well, Dr. Mason, thank you so much for your time today. For more information, please visit emoryhealthcare.org slash sports. That's emoryhealthcare.org slash sports. You're listening to Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.